So what is the matrix anyways? We oftentimes hear people like Andrew Tate talking about the matrix, some deep state conspiracy theory, but he doesn't go into too much detail about what exactly is this matrix and what are the laws and principles behind how to survive in this dark forest. So I wanted to give you my take on this and he may disagree on this, but the thing is, Oftentimes I see people so totally brainwashed and mentally ingrained and programmed by the matrix that they're really destroying their own lives, destroying the lives of their children by giving them bad advice. The type of advice I see is people say, oh, you have to be good. You got to do the right thing. Oh, you have to follow the rules, put your mask on, get your vaccine shots, work really hard, have discipline and just put in your nine to five hours every single day for the rest of your life until you've just whittled away your whole entire life like cattle fed to slaughter by the elites. So let me break this down for you. Rule number one of surviving in the matrix is understanding that there is no right or wrong. And that oftentimes these very concepts of right or wrong, moral superiority and virtue signaling are used to coerce you into certain actions to make you do quote unquote the right thing. But the thing to understand is all of us are already criminals already. We just haven't been convicted yet, but there are enough laws made out there. There's millions of laws and you can be convicted of any one of these at any moment that you say the wrong thing if the government really wants to come against you. So for example, Donald Trump, they're just like, you know what, we're going to take this guy in. Uh, he broke some rule out there, some obscure law from 100 years ago. And so similarly with someone like, say, Andrew Tate, perhaps he became too rich, famous, started saying the wrong things. He became a target and people came up with any number of reasons to come after him for. So if you haven't gone to prison yet, it's not because you're a good person necessarily, but rather that you just didn't say the wrong things yet or you haven't become rich and famous enough yet. And so what is right or wrong? It actually differs based on country to country. In some countries, certain things are legal or illegal. And so in the US, actually, you have all these special interest political groups and lobbying groups that are defining the laws of what is right or wrong. We even have equal employment opportunity laws that legalize racial discrimination based on your skin color for job applications, college applications. I mean, this should be illegal, but enough special interest politics groups push this type of law through. You, know, you take a look at Black Lives Matter, where the founders bought themselves these mansions. After all that virtue signaling, it was not really about good or bad. It was really just about acquiring power and wealth. There is no good or bad. If there were, we're probably all bad. And there's no fairness either. The law is applied unfairly selectively. And the problem is all of us had been taught to be good kids, to be fair to one another. It's so instinctual in each of us, but that's just not how the world works. You should just do whatever you want in your own interest. Morality and virtue be damned, good or bad, because those are concepts invented by special interest groups to enslave you in the first place. And so it does raise the question, what do you tell kids then? to prepare themselves to not be good people, I would say maybe to be likable people, right? The real purpose of trying to be a good person is so that you're accepted by society and that you're considered a likable, workable person. And then to be wary of anyone waving that flag of virtue signaling and moral superiority because they're just trying to make you do things uh, oftentimes in their motive. You see, we live in a dark forest. You cannot see it, but there's a lot of dark money, billions of dollars of dark money swirling around you, propping up the institutions, businesses, and products that build up your life. You're the cattle inside, and it's funded by these oligarchs and owed, owed money. And these people have trillions of dollars who establish these institutions, nonprofits, and organizations that, you know, for example, Elon Musk just began suing Media Matters 
which is just this random dark organization that was propped up out of nowhere and they had been controlling so many commercial brands and it was this shady organization who nobody's ever heard of funded out of nowhere that had been controlling the mind think and the narratives for millions of Americans. You've got the Anti-Defamation League, Wikipedia, even Reddit funded by dark special interest money and they probably have entire offices of staff writing all sorts of things on social media to program you. The whole entire mainstream media is the same thing funded by these billions of dollars of dark money. And it's not that these employees are agents of the matrix or even know what they're doing. They're just doing their job. And that job is a mission set forth by the highest levels of the company which report up to that dark money. And so that's principle number two, understanding you're in a dark forest surrounded by billions of dollars of dark money which has a purpose. It's doing something out there and they just not trust anything you see or hear, especially on say social media or the mainstream media. All right, now the third point here is working hard is a scam. It's not about hard work. These people didn't work hard to become rich and successful, right? Like they're just printing billions and trillions of dollars of money and then using that to buy your time to enslave you, to make you do things, give them stuff. Because nowhere does it say you need to work hard to be successful. You can work hard, but you really need to work smart. And yet, even as a child, you're taught, okay, you need to work really hard. You need to put in tons of hours of homework. You need to do all these stupid, meaningless quiz questions and solve your calculus problems, which is totally worthless. And then you got to go through this college institution that is going to bankrupt you for the rest of your life in which you have to repay that massive debt. And it just enslaves you for the better part of your adult life. And everywhere you go, there's this constant messaging that you need to work hard. You need to suffer. You need to have discipline. Put in that hard work. You need to go to school for 20, 30 years and then you have to go to work and work your way up and climb that career ladder and get your promotions and, you know, serve your boss because they want you to serve your boss. They want you to put in all of that work like a good human cattle. And yet there's plenty of other people who just cruise through life. They do absolutely nothing and then they write a hit song and they make millions of dollars off one song. I mean, there's so many different ways to be successful. And yet the messaging, especially for students and children is, hey, you need to work hard, kid. But then the hard work. And this was a path established by the elites out there. It really begins with education, which sets you down this path to become a 9 to 5 wage slave. And then you go to college, the so-called gateway to success, but it puts you into massive debt and you need to immediately start paying that off by embarking on your journey of that 9 to 5. The actual fact is you don't need to work hard. Many people don't work hard at all. There's plenty of billionaires living on yachts and they've just got it made and they do whatever they want, good or bad, doesn't really matter, moral superiority be damned, and they're just having a great time living it up and they're telling you, oh, you got to do the right thing. Work hard, put in the hard hours, nine to five, and you serve them. Now, there's a number of ways you can deal with this. First, you can just give up. Secondly, you can buy into the system and just put in the hard work and become a wage slave and accept your lot in life. And then third, of course, is you can break out of that matrix. You can go down that path of chaotic evil in which you're just morally an evil human being. You're not working hard at all. You're just living it up. And who knows, you may find yourself wildly successful in the process. You know, there's plenty of people like the politicians, Hunter Biden, Putin, Zelensky, the elites out there who have followed this path to great success. And I have a fourth rule, which is to lay low and to not make yourself a target. If you're in the dark forest surrounded by these billion dollar snakes who will selectively attack you if you speak up, then you want to avoid becoming a target and to just play the game. And this is partially where I begin to diverge with 
truth proponents like Elon Musk, Vivek, or Donald Trump who say truth matters because in my view there is no real truth. I mean, if you want to know the truth, you're surrounded by institutions, education systems, media, textbooks, history books, everything. The whole entire narrative funded by dark money, the actual real truth was already lost or forgotten long ago, and you're in a society of laws that has already been overtaken by special interest politics groups that have established their doctrines into law, passed by bribes to corrupt politicians, and this is the world that you were born into. Contrary to the normal functioning society that you were taught you were born into. So putting this all together, I think a lot of the things, for example, we teach kids today, it prepares them for the dark forest that the world actually is. You know, we tell them to be goody two-shoe citizens and then they go into this world and they get eaten alive. And the sacrifice is really their entire adult lives until they finally realize that they've been enslaved this whole entire time. It is modern day slavery, really. I mean, nothing's really changed since the age of the Egyptian slaves. Somebody has to fund all of the elites out there. And so rather than telling kids, be a good kid, follow the rules, be nice, play fair, just tell them, do whatever it is you want. There are no rules in this dark forest, or if there are rules, they were made up by somebody else, and any amount of virtue signaling or moral superiority or judging on you is simply a way to coerce you into doing something you did not want to do for the benefit of another institution that was funded by this dark money for some special interest group. And rather than telling a kid, work hard, make sure you're working really hard for your slave masters so that you're a good sheep, maybe instead tell them, you can work hard if you like, but the path to real success is not to work hard, it's to work smart. So here's the funny part. You. Yeah, that's right, you're the joke. You see, as you're out there slaving away, you've got people like Nancy Pelosi who's just been doing her insider trades, and she's now worth like $115 million. Actually, sorry, that was 2018. She is today worth $290 million. How? And all these presidents, except for Trump, have seen their net worths increase by tens of millions of dollars. Obama up $37 million before after presidency. The Clintons up $100 million. What type of deals were these public servants doing? And by the way, I hope you're enjoying toiling away at your 50k job, 100k. Maybe you don't even have a job. And so what we need to understand is that these people have constructed a playground for us, a little sandbox, the matrix for us to run around in, and not only is this a place for us to widow away our lives, but of utmost importance is that we do not revolt. Because the most dangerous thing to an elite group of people is that the public actually revolt, and we're to come after these people. So if there are enough diversions to keep the people mindlessly entertained through Netflix specials and entertainment news, gossip, drama, or to keep us fighting with one another with all of these political fights and drama and left versus right, then they'll be able to sit back in their vacation villas or yachts and just know that nobody's going to come after them because they're too busy coming after each other. It does make you wonder, who's funding all of these organizations and protests? You've got the World Economic Forum, you've got Greta Thunberg, you've got climate activists, Just Stop Oil activists. That is the dark money, and they're pushing certain large-scale global agendas, like they want certain industries to go up and down. And they have investments in some of these. And some of them are simply pushing their religious or cultural values. Some of them hate certain types of people, ethnicities, certain countries even. And they just want to sit back and watch the downfall of certain types of people, or even to fight these old battles that maybe some of these rich old people like, say, George Soros or Putin still remember about, and yet most of the younger generation don't really care much for. So in my view, this this is what people like Andrew Tate are speaking up and going up against. And the difference between he and I, at least, I think, is that he's fighting this battle. He thinks he can actually win it, whereas I've kind of just 
I think that it's not winnable. This matrix is so deeply ingrained and systemic, coursing through every single transaction. I mean, it is tied with our money at the highest levels of government, tied into our education system, tied into the textbooks that are given to children. Like, who's writing the textbooks? Who's funding all of this? The system is interwoven with all of our mainstream media, with every war that we fight against Russia, against Palestine, through the Federal Reserve, into our very money. I and mean, that's how deep this corruption runs. So can you really win against this? Can you even really fix any of this system? Or do you just need to just swap the whole thing out? Because part of the problem is there are people out there with hundreds of trillions of dollars. And they will always be able to enslave anybody. Unless, unless you've got something like Bitcoin, which just swaps out the whole money system. Maybe Bitcoin is hope, or at least a chance to establish a new set of global elites who have a different set of incentives, perhaps. So one thing to recognize is that the definition of success, as defined by the mainstream media in which you are a hardworking, productive, virtuous member of society who aligns with all of the mainstream media messaging, is the definition of what is a successful slave. And that is very different from the definition of a successful person. A successful slave is the type of person you want to hire to work in your house, sweep your floors, and to just do as they're told and not ask too many questions and just live out their life working really hard and then they just die off and you can hire the next slave. A successful person maybe will actually compete with you to try and live in your house. And you know all of these wars where we're sending billions of dollars to random people. How do they get us to agree to that? Through virtue. Right? It's like, oh, it's so sad. We don't want to see these people suffer. Hey, you don't want to be a bad person, do you? You're a moral, caring person, aren't you? Who wouldn't want to be? We cannot stand for the atrocities and terrorism happening out there. Look at that. Let's send them a billion dollars. Cut them the check. And you get to work another 5-10 years extra to pay for that. So we're in a cattle farm. And what we might need to do here is to redefine success to mean something you're totally uncomfortable with. That does not look like success at all to you. Right? It's not somebody who's in a business suit. Maybe the real image of success is, is me, right? Would you believe if I told you I'm the image of success? I mean, you probably wouldn't. You would say, screw this guy. That's not success. If I've seen success, that's certainly not it. Well, maybe this is. I mean, you haven't been there. You haven't seen it. How could you possibly know? You've been so indoctrinated your whole entire life to think that success is somebody in a suit. That's a wage slave. Maybe real success is somebody who has a few friends because few people actually break out of the matrix. Maybe they're a bit of a jerk. They seem even evil to you because they don't subscribe to your ideas of good or bad because you are so busy being indoctrinated to be a good person, virtuous and upstanding such that you're easily manipulated by the government. And they're probably not working. They're doing some weird random side hustle that sounds totally disrespectable to you because the system doesn't want you doing that side hustle. Well, that's me. I'm the guy. And I would say the only real problem with this path, the red pill path, is that it is a very lonely path that you'll probably walk alone. And I'm not sure if it's worth being alone for because all of your friends and all the other normal people and mainstream masses will be still out there engaging with society, working their nine to five wage slave jobs. And maybe you want to actually be part of that group. The only cause is really your entire life and your freedom, but that may be worth paying. It's actually a pretty decent life that they've laid out for us as cattle in which you go to school, you get into debt, and then you pay off that debt, at which point you get slaughtered, right? That's the end of your life. It works for many people. You get to socialize with your fellow cattle and watch some TV on the mainstream media. And the only problem may be that you never really get to experience true freedom. But 
that would be a lonely path anyways. And so the best may be to take all good things in moderation, take some of the blue pill, some of that red pill, and maybe make a mixed purple pill in the end. So there you have it. Hope you enjoyed the video. Let me know your thoughts. See you in the comments below and see you in the next one. Thanks. Bye.